Welcome to the Man Cave. It's the Man Cave Football Podcast with Dan Gasper. It is the Man Cave Football Podcast. I am your host, Dan Casper, as always, as we are now in Super Bowl week. Super Bowl 54, Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, the end of the season is just right around the corner, but uh, we got a really good matchup, uh, I think, between the 49ers and the uh, the Chiefs here. So I'm really looking forward to this Super Bowl 54 matchup between these two teams. And we're going to break that down. Uh, coming up here, if you're new to the podcast, well, we usually start every podcast with four down territory, four topics that uh, I like to cover and and discuss, and then we'll, you know, during the regular season, we'll do power rankings, uh, top five, but obviously with only two teams left, and heading into the Super Bowl, no need to do that, and then we end things up with a little extra point, and it's either an extra uh, topic, uh, taking questions from uh, anybody, any listeners out there, followers, or interviews. And in this case, we got a quick interview with uh, NFL Films head historian Chris Willis. Uh, he was uh, uh, a part of the Top 100 shows and also uh, part of the Hall of Fame committee with this uh, expanded centennial class. So he was able to uh, join me for a little bit. So we were talking for uh, my upcoming Curly Lambo podcast, but uh, able to get a couple questions in about... Uh, about the top 100 and the Hall of Fame as well. So that's going to be our extra point is uh, a quick chat with Chris Willis from NFL Films. But let's get at it right away, starting off this podcast with first down. So Eli Manning is calling it a career. And, you know, it, it, the, the big thing surrounding Eli Manning now is, does he have a Hall of Fame career? Is he a Hall of Famer? Is he going to get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame? And it seems to be pretty divided. I guess in my case, I think he is going to be in the Hall of Fame. I think the two Super Bowls definitely help him, but the fact that he was the MVP in those two Super Bowls uh, is a big boost too. So and it probably doesn't hurt to, to have the Manning name uh, a, a part of that. Uh, but you know, his if you look at his statistics and you look at his overall career, it's a big debate amongst many whether Eli Manning has a Pro Football Hall of Fame career or not. But I think the interesting question, you know, surrounding Eli, and this has been floated around before too, but like, what type of career would you rather have? Would you rather have Eli Manning's career with the two Super Bowls? Or would you rather have, say, like Dan Marino's career where you have all the statistics, you have individual awards like MVPs, but you don't have the Super Bowl championship? You know, it's hard for, I think everybody's going to be a little different. Um, you know, some would rather have the championships, the rings. Uh, some may rather have the individual statistics or the individual numbers and go down as maybe one of the greatest to ever play the quarterback position like Dan Marino. You know, obviously best of both worlds if you can have both individual awards and those team championships, those Super Bowl championships. But, you know, if it were me, I don't, this one's tough. I, I, I'd rather have the championships. Uh, I, I think those live a little bit more in, in glory, and that's that's the ultimate goal when it's all said and done is to get that Super Bowl championship, is to get that ring. Um, it's easy for me to say on the outside looking in, though, but you've heard others like Aaron Rodgers recently said it too, that he would trade in all of his individual awards like his MVPs for another ring too. So ultimately, you know, we can have this discussion, what career would you rather have? Would you rather have... 
Eli Mannings and, and get those Super Bowl rings, or maybe somebody like a Dan Marino who has the individual statistics, has some individual awards. Uh, you know, what would you rather have there? I, I, I would rather have me personally, the, the Super Bowl championships, but I think it's going to be different for everybody. I think it's going to be different for everybody. Uh, and, and you know, if you added in the legacy part of it all, when you're considered one of the greatest of all time, like, like Dan Marino, as opposed to Eli, he, he won't be considered one of the greatest of all time. Uh, that makes it a little bit more interesting because then you're talking about, you know, when you're adding in that legacy, factor into it all but you know they, they you play the game to to get a super bowl you, you play the game to to get those rings so ultimately i think i would rather have that part of of that career for eli man i think i'd rather have eli manning's career and that's tough to say that really is tough to say i know i'm kind of probably talking in circles here a little bit because it's, it's still tough me, for me to say that i'd rather have eli manning's career uh than dan marino's just knowing how good dan marino was individually and you know the the legacy factor of him being one of the greatest of all time but uh you 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 play for those super bowl rings you play for those super bowl championships so uh and then you don't have to have that label of you know the best to never win uh, a championship or you know never never having that over your head of never winning a championship so i think i'd rather have that but when you look at the 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 other quarterbacks in eli manning's draft class uh, you got Philip Rivers, you got Ben Roethlisberger, you know, who had the better career overall, uh, between those three. And, you know, Ben and Philip, uh, we don't know if they're going to be done yet. Uh, ben, I would think, I, I think is already saying he's coming back. Rivers, it's kind of up in the air, but I think he'd like to be back. Uh, you know, but looking at that, I, I think Ben Roethlisberger between those three are, is probably the most talented quarterback. And he's got two Super Bowl championships. If we're talking about, just play on the field between those quarterbacks. I, I'd pick Ben Roethlisberger, but you know, when you add in what career would you rather have? I think it's probably between Ben and Eli. But if you factor in the money of it all, uh, right now Eli Manning's made about twenty million dollars more than Ben Roethlisberger. So it'd be hard not to say that you wouldn't want Eli Manning's career when you factor in the money aspect of it all. But just in terms of who I think is the most talented quarterback from that draft class uh, between those three, I'd probably go with Big Ben. But in overall the career, I still might go Eli if you factor in uh, the money aspect of it all. So now that we are into the Super Bowl, uh, two teams left, other teams already into their offseason. Uh, there's a, you know another topic to float out there. Who would you think is the best team that has a chance to rebound that, you know, missed the playoffs this year but has a chance to get back into it next year? And really for me, it's, it's, it's two teams. You know, last year, you know, San Francisco had the second overall pick there in the Super Bowl. The Packers, uh, you know, had the, had the 12th overall pick in, in the back end of the first round as well. And they missed the playoffs the last two years. They were in the NFC Championship game. You had the Titans uh, as well in the AFC Championship game. So which two teams, uh, do I think, or one team from each conference do I think has the best chance to rebound and, and and make the playoffs next season and for me I, I think it's the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, I think you know this year they just suffered through so many injuries and they still nearly made the playoffs so I think uh, if they get into it healthy uh adding a little bit more talent to this offseason I think they're poised to to get back into the playoffs and for the NFC side of things 
I might say the Rams, although I'm a little hesitant on that just because of the division they play in with, with the Seahawks, who, who made the playoffs, the, the 49ers, who are in the Super Bowl. Uh, the Rams just have a lot of talent. They're still going to try to go for it. Uh, they, they've proven that uh, with some of the moves they made the last couple of years. Um, other than that, I mean, other teams are across the NFC. Maybe the Cowboys, uh, that'd probably be my other one. You know, when you look at that division, I think it's still kind of up in the air, uh, in terms of who can win it. So I'd probably go Cowboys or Rams, uh, the more I'm talking through it right now as the, the two teams from, from, or at least one of those teams from the NFC, uh, that made, missed the playoffs this past year to make it back to, uh, the playoffs. So yeah, I, I think I'd probably go Cowboys first. Uh, and a lot of that has to do with the divisions that, uh, the Cowboys and the Rams play in. Um, and then in the AFC side of things, I'd probably go Pittsburgh, obviously. You know, Baltimore was the best team in the regular season. Uh, didn't win a playoff game this year. Who knows what's going to go on with the Browns, but just the way the Steelers, you know, with all the injuries that they had, and they were still almost, you know, on, just on the outside looking in for this, for the playoffs. I think that's, uh, uh, my team to pick for the AFC that has the best chance to rebound. For third down, we got the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, coming up. We, we know some of the members that were announced for the Centennial Class, the expanded Centennial Class, but uh, coming up on Super Bowl uh, weekend this Saturday before Super Bowl Sunday, we'll know the modern era finalists that uh, will be joining them. Uh, so uh, there's going to be five of them. Uh, there's going to be uh, five of these uh, uh, members that are going to be joining the the class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So these are the five uh, players that I would vote for for this year. Um, you know, looking, I, I know in a previous podcast I talked about who I thought I would get in, um, but uh, this is I'm going to take it a little bit different route. This is who I would vote uh, to put in this year, not necessarily who I, I think will get in, which uh, I, I I'll. I'll, p- I'll predict who I think will get into after I make my selections, but Troy Palabalo, uh, would get one of my votes, a longtime safety for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think he's the only lock, uh, to get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame class. Uh, my other votes, uh, I would, I'd go Tony Baselli. Uh, I know he's been kind of a, a lightning rod of a topic, very injury riddled season- years in his career, very shortened career in the NFL, but when he was playing and when he was in it, he was absolutely dominant uh uh he was an absolute dominant tackle in the game for the Jacksonville Jaguars so I would give Tony Basella uh Baselli my votes uh I would go Steve Hutchinson the guard for the Seahawks and Minnesota Vikings uh just an overall one of the more maybe underappreciated guards in, in, in NFL history so I, I'd give him one of my votes I would go Leroy Butler as well first time finalist uh my vote would get in there because I think you know you talk about underappreciated players Leroy Butler, to me, is one of the more underappreciated players uh, in the history of the NFL. And then finally, I probably would go with either Reggie Wayne or Torrey Holt. And I think I would probably go with Reggie Wayne as my vote. I think I'd probably put Reggie, Reggie Wayne as my other 
vote in this, but uh, it, it's it's really split between Reggie Wayne and Torrey Holt for me, to be honest with you. I think both of those uh, both of those receivers should get in, but uh, it, it's split between Reggie Wayne and Torrey Holt for me. Now, in terms of who do I think is going to get announced uh, for this class, so I, I gave you my votes, but uh, this is who I think uh, will ultimately get uh get named in the top five. Troy Palomalu, like I said, I think he's a lock to get in. I think uh, John Lynch is going to get in. Um, I also think that, uh, I think one of the receivers are going to get in between Reggie Wayne, Torrey Holt, and Isaac Bruce. And I think it's actually going to go Isaac Bruce. I think it's going to be one of those Rams receivers. They're going to put one of those Rams receivers in there. So it's either going to be Bruce or Holt. I think I'm going to go with, with, uh, with Bruce. Uh, and then I do think that they put in Hutchinson. And I think they're going to go Steve Atwater as well. I think they're going to try to clear up that log jam, uh, for, for the safety spot. So that's who I think, uh, will get called for the five modern era finalists on Saturday for the Hall of Fame. My predictions, uh, or my votes, I should say, and then what I think uh, will ultimately be the case. All right, fourth down, previewing this Super Bowl. This is an exciting Super Bowl. This is a great matchup. You got a great defense in the San Francisco 49ers, a great offense with the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know, going up against Richard Sherman and Bosa on that defense. Andy Reid, longtime NFL head coach, back in the Super Bowl for the first time since his Philly days with Donovan and T.O. Kyle Shanahan, first time as a head coach. You look at the coaching staffs, the 49ers, a very young coaching staff all across the board. And then you look at the Chiefs, a very veteran uh, coaching staff across the board. Steve Spagnuolo, the, the defensive coordinator over there. So this is a very intriguing and a very exciting matchup. And I'm looking forward to watching this one. Um, you know, we saw what San Francisco was able to do against uh, the Packers in the running game when you have Jimmy Garoppolo only passed for eight times. You better believe it uh, that uh, the Chiefs saw that and or broke, broke everything down from that and will do everything they can to not let that happen against them. But then we saw the Chiefs, you know, first couple, their two games in the playoffs, the Texas won down big, big time uh, to them by three scores, and uh, they were able to make that comeback, and their offense just looked unstoppable after that, down early against the Titans, down 10 nothing, and then they were just unstoppable after that. So I got to imagine, though, the Chiefs don't want to have slow starts uh, again, especially going up against a defense like the San Francisco 49ers in this game, but this has just got... This is a very, very intriguing matchup, and I know usually the defenses have the advantage uh, in, in these games, but when I look at this and when I make my pick, I think I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, to be honest with you. I think, uh, you know, Andy Reid, uh, with his experience being a veteran head coach, play caller, and all that, I, I, that's that's where I kind of give the advantage here a little bit, and that's not taking away anything from Kyle Shanahan and Robert Sala, the defensive coordinator for the 49ers at all, because I think Kyle Shanahan is a top five coach or top five play caller right now. Uh, he's just got a creative, creative uh, mindset there, and he he's going to get his team in a position, you know, to, uh, to, to really perform well and put some points up uh, in this game. But I just, I look at Andy Reid and, you know, 
he knows he needs one of these Super Bowls. I think if Andy Reid gets a Super Bowl, he's going into the Hall of Fame. Um, I, I have this feeling that his players are, they know this too, that how much this would mean to Andy Reid. They've got the best quarterback in the planet and Patrick Mahomes. Um, so I just, you know, I look at this and I, I just think the Chiefs edge it out. And I know that's against, you know, the, the whole mindset. Well, defenses win championships because San Francisco's defense is so much better and, the, and they just fly all over the place. But I look at that speed that the Chiefs had at wide, had at wide receiver, and I think they can move the ball and, and take some deep shots uh, against San Francisco or some shots across the middle. They got Travis Kelsey, uh, top two, three tight end, along with George Kittle for the 49ers as well. So, I mean, there's good matchups all across the board here. Uh, very intriguing matchups. Uh, but I just look at, you know, I think the speed of the Kansas City offense uh, is just going to have a little bit more of an advantage over the speed of the San Francisco 49ers defense. And then, you know, San Francisco is going to be able to put up points against this KC defense. It's not a world-beating type of defense. They are playing better uh, as of late. But uh, I just think, you know, they're not going to allow all that running that uh, Green Bay's defense did. It's on film. They're going to look for it. And I just don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo uh, can carry this team uh, two Super Bowl championship. Not saying he's a bad quarterback by any means, but asking him to try to outduel uh, Patrick Mahomes at, at this stage, I don't know right now. And just Patrick Mahomes is playing lights out in this playoff. So my Super Bowl prediction: I am going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs in a twenty. No, I'm going to go thirty twenty four victory. A thirty to twenty four victory for the Kansas City Chiefs. So yeah, a little bit uh, more high scoring. Uh, in this one. Ending things up on the Man Cave Football Podcast with a quick chat with Chris Willis, uh, NFL Films historian. He was involved with the, the Centennial Hall of Fame class, making that, uh, making those votes or a part of that and, uh, helping vote, uh, the new members into the Hall of Fame. Also, he was a part of the, uh, Top 100 shows, uh, voter in the Top 100 shows, Top 100 players of all time, too. So, was able to chat for him just for, a few short minutes uh, on those two topics. Uh, just a couple questions uh, involving the the top 100, and that you know, as as a history fan myself, and obviously you know, doing what you do, and you were a part of the top 100 uh, selection stuff, and the show overall. I got to ask. This might be kind of a weird question, Chris, but you know, watching Bill Belichick break down, you know, Curly Lambeau and some of the old time players. Were you kind of geeking out like I was, just, just you know, just kind of listening to that and watching it, and be like, "That's pretty cool." Watching Bill Belichick talk about some of those guys, you know, like a Curly Lambeau or or a Dutch Clark back in the day. Uh, oh, absolutely! You know, it was uh, uh, a tremendous honor, you know, to be part of that, and then um, and to see him be excited. And that's the thing about Coach Belichick is, you know, he, he's a historian, you know, at heart. I think, you know, obviously he's a great coach. But he loves the history of the game. He loves talking about you know the older players uh, and the you know the older teams and, and, and the way the game was played back then, and, and not just you know as much as the, the current game is great and we all love it and we watch the games, uh, but just to see how, how the sport got started, so to, to see him be as excited about that process uh, was nice to see. 
How did the uh, process for the, the the selection go? I mean, you, it seemed like you know every few days beforehand there was a finalist list uh, that was released, and then obviously the show announced uh, the the winners, if you will. How did that process go? Did you guys just kind of show up with a bunch of names and, and and banter about it, debate about it? Can you kind of give us a little peek behind the curtain a little bit? Uh, uh, I mean, the only thing I can really say, the actual voting started a year, a little over a year before. The, before this season. So okay. the, the selection of the team was much more detailed and intense and, and the process was a little bit longer. Um, the, you know, the shows were done, you know, this off season. So, um, and then they aired in November. So, so, uh, uh, so, so it wasn't like they were done, you know, weekly, like there right. was a lot of, uh, uh, work put into the process and, and, and selecting the team. So, uh, and then the shows just came out of that. And you know, compared to was it uh, was it 2010, I believe, when the the first like top 100 players of all time uh, came out. And you know, comparing this one to that one, it it seems like the big thing that really stood out this this recent one really honored a lot more players from the past in, in their early history. Do you, was that a primary goal with this selection? Was to honor more players from like the 20s, 30s, and 40s? Yes, I mean we were. Uh, I mean, we weren't told flat out, but uh, but part of the discussions and just in general was like we want to look at everything. You know, it's it's just not going to be a you know because you could have easily just been like a Super Bowl era team and just forget a little about it, and you have one or two players. But uh, but I think that was the good thing about everybody. They took their time, they did their homework, you know, uh, you know, and looked back at at every position in every era. And to just sort of evaluate it, and was open minded, and, and and I was too. I you know I was open minded to say, okay, let's see, you know, uh, you know, you know, like I said, it was a daunting task, and it wasn't easy, <laughs> you know, uh, to get down to, to certain numbers and positions. Um, but everybody took their time, and, and I think did the homework to 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 make that sort of a. I wouldn't say it was the first priority, but to sort of at least keep that in mind. Hey, we're, we're doing this as a NFL 100. We're covering 100 years not just the last 50 or 40 or or, or modern sort of a team. So, And uh, yesterday uh, announced uh, the, the Centennial class, the, the 15. We'll know the, the other members on Super Bowl weekend. But just your general thoughts on, on the 15 players, coaches, and contributors uh, that were officially announced yesterday. What are your thoughts on that class? Uh, no, I, I mean, it was another sort of daunting. Because <laughs> um, you were a part of, of that too, right? To, to do. Uh, so I, I thought... Based on that, you know, it, it came out very well, and, and you know, uh, to, to to honor the past and you know some of the, some of these players that might have slipped through the cracks, you know, uh, or contributors and coaches. So um, it's never an easy, you know, sort of responsibility to do, you know, because uh, a lot everybody has an opinion, <laughs> you know, so everybody has their favorites and their opinion. So it's almost a thankless thing, but. Uh, overall, you know, like I said, just to be able to honor, you know, some of these players, coaches, and contributors. Um, uh, seem to uh, be a tremendous uh, accomplishment. Big props on Steve Sable, though. I've been waiting on that one for a while, though, so I- I'm glad to see him uh, get in there, too. But wish he was around uh, to-, to see that, but that-, that was a big one right there. Absolutely. He's well-deserving, and, you know, uh, he would never toot his own horn, but it's really nice to see uh, uh, his legacy uh, be rewarded and because and, uh, it still continues to today, and so, uh, so it was definitely a uh, pleasure to see that yesterday. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's it for this edition of the Man Cave Football Podcast. Join us next time as we wrap up uh, the Super Bowl. We'll talk about the winner, early outlook or early look to the uh, to the offseason, I should say, uh, as the, the combine is going to be right around the corner, all those pro days, and then, of course, the NFL draft already just coming up here in a couple of months. But I want to send a quick reminder, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, hey, we're available on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, make sure you're subscribing and leave us a review so other football fans can find the podcast as well. I'm Dan Casper, and this is the Man Cave Football Podcast.